What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. To the club, like, what up? I got a big cock. I'm just pumped. I bought some shit from a thrift Whoa. shop. Ice on the fringe is so damn frosty. The people like, damn, that's a cold ass honky. Rolling in hella deep, headed to the mezzanine. Dressed in all pink. What is my up, TFA fam? Hope you're all doing well. Hope everything is going good for you and yours. We are here to hit you with the week eight buy or sell pod and video. Uh, we, we've we realized that this is something that we were lacking in our our content arsenal, so we're going to be hitting hitting you guys with this for uh, for the rest of the year. The, this will come out on Wednesdays, and then we will have the Wednesday live pod where we go over start, set, waiver, trade, all of your questions, and we'll get into that. So, with that out of the way, before we jump into it, please be sure to subscribe, rate, review, however you're consuming this. This content goodness, this greatness that's about to come through your ear holes, through the eyes, however you're doing it, please do that for us. It, uh, it really means a lot, and we appreciate all the support we've gotten thus far. Kev, why don't you go ahead, man, and start us off. Tell uh, tell the folks who your first buy is for week eight. Yeah, I think one of them is one we've kind of been talking about for a while, and that's Carson Wentz. Um, you know, he had a really rough start to the, to the season. Over his first two weeks, he was a borderline QB2. I mean, he was gets watched in, and then, and then he also played LA. But then since then, he's kind of bounced back. I mean, he's, he scored at least 20 fantasy points in four of his last five. Uh, one against Pittsburgh, where he scored 17.4. But other than that, he scored, you know, at least 20.4 fantasy points in each of his last four games. And then, you know, you look at the schedule. He has a second easy schedule remaining for quarterbacks. And, and you know, we're getting to the point now where you should probably start looking at, at playoff schedules and seeing if there's something you can do to improve. You know, if a guy has a terrible matchup, maybe you look to move him. You know, there's certain guys you're not really going to be worried about that with, but those are like your elite plays. But other than that, yeah, I think that, 
that's uh there's something like Carson Wentz you should be looking to buy. And I don't think still I don't think people are fully invested or bought in to to Carson Wentz at this point. So um so I think you could probably still like, get him at you know the only thing I'll say is I don't particularly love buying a quarterback just because I feel like there's there's waiver options out there. But you know, if guys like Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert are off the board. Like, and if you're really wanting a quarterback and like the, whatever guy you have is struggling a little bit, I think Carson Wentz is the way to go. Cause if you look at their playoff schedule, you get New Orleans, Arizona, and Dallas the last three weeks of the season as well for the fantasy playoffs. You can't ask much better than that. They're getting guys like Dallas Goddard. Jalen Rager was activated from IR. So he should be back within the next three weeks. They have to activate him within the next three weeks. And then, um, you know, Dallas Goddard, like I said, so they're getting their weapons back here as well. And he's been doing this, which is the most impressive with Travis fucking Fulgham, who nobody knew about heading into the season. No Dallas Goddard. I mean, all these weapons, they've missed so many pieces. Their offensive line's been banged up and he's continued to produce. So, you know, all the haters out there can suck it. So if you're looking at quarterback, that's where I would go. The other positions I have, you know, I'm not going to spend a lot of time. We've talked about, I believe, Nick Chubb. Like, I feel like we've talked about him every damn week. I, I haven't mentioned him in the last two or three weeks to buy him to buy him, to buy him. And now Kevin Stefanski said he's not going to be available for this week, but he's he's right on track to return week 10. They go on by week nine. So this is really the last week, you know, after this week, and then you head into week nine, they're on by. So this is a lot, really kind of the last the last opportunity I think you're going to have to buy him. And I think you can still buy him for pretty cheap because if you have you, an owner who has, and let's say they're three and five, you know, so, somewhere or three and four, um, you know, three and four, somewhere in that range. Um, four and three, maybe they're they're kind of on that borderline and making the playoffs, and they own them. I think if you're a you know a team that is five and two, six and one, and, and you're looking to make an upgrade, I think that's a perfect person to attack and try to get Nick Chubb off of them. You know, give them somebody that that that's usable. And if you're six and one, like you know, if you have a James Robinson or something like that, who I think is still as much as opportunity he gets, I still think there's going to be some up and downs with James Robinson. I'm not necessarily selling James Robinson. But if I can acquire somebody like Nick Chubb, who's going to be a top five back when he returns, I, I'm going to do that. So Nick Chubb is certainly one of them. Another one's Jonathan Taylor for me. If you look at Jonathan Taylor, I think he's also another name that you can really look at. He hasn't like blown your socks off, especially after once Marlon Mack went down, we kind of expected more. But you know, he's 20th in fantasy points per game. You know, he's 15th in carries. You know, the, the team's not running as much as you'd like to see, but he's still getting all the opportunities in terms of uh, the carries. And, you know, I like to see a little more goal line work for him, but they have this, or the remaining schedule is where really where I want to buy him because he has the easiest remaining schedule for running backs the rest of the season. So I do like Jonathan Taylor. I don't think it's going to take a ton to be able to acquire him. I don't think people, especially in your standard redraft leagues, not obviously in Dynasty, it's a different conversation, but in just your, your, your standard seasonal leagues this year i think people are probably a little upset with him he hasn't really given you the numbers you were really probably hoping for especially once marlon mack went out because once marlon mack went out people were like thinking this guy was going to be a lock for a top five running back top 10 running back but it just hasn't happened especially behind that elite lead offensive line but he's still giving you good enough numbers and i think with this remaining schedule i think you can really kind of expect things to look up the buys out of the way so i think it's still a good buying opportunity for him and then moving on to wide receivers, there's a few guys here that I really do like. Uh, I'm going to start with Allen Robinson. Listen, Allen Robinson, so far, I mean, he's been good. He hasn't been great, right? Um, he Right now, he's 22nd in fantasy points per game, 15.8. He's coming off one of his worst games on the, uh, of the season with 11 fantasy points, four for 70. The week before that, he was wide receiver 38 with 10.3 fantasy points. But these were also, you know, 
the the Carolina matchup, you probably expected a little bit more, but that was you know. But other than that, the LA matchup was not certainly easy. Tampa Bay, he still went uh, ten for ninety, which is you know encouraging against that that defense. Uh, so so we we've seen some positives, but the really positive for me and why I want to buy Allen Robinson is because he's third in the league in targets. The guy's getting targeted. He's he owns a twenty five percent target share. Before this week, he was actually at almost 30% target share, but because he only received four targets, he did leave late in the game against the the Rams last night. But regardless of that, I think he's still fine. But I mean, he's seventh in routes run. He's third in targets. Uh, he's fourth in air yards, like sixth in deep targets. Like the, all the metrics are there. He's going to be fine. And there are, the remaining schedule is really not that scary for him either. So I think we've kind of gotten past some of the tougher matchups they have and things are going to start to look up for Allen Robinson. I don't think he's going to be I, – I, I would be surprised if he were to miss this week. I don't think it sounded like very serious. As soon as he got up, he started jawing at the ref for telling him that he had to leave the game. I think it was so far late in the game, they made the late mistake, and then after that there was no real reason to put him back in the game at that point. So I feel like that has more to do with anything. But I absolutely love, love buying Allen Robinson. Um, A few more really quickly. Keenan Allen, listen – uh, you're probably paying a little high on him, but to be honest with you, right now he's 14th in fantasy points per game. But again, he's sixth in targets. And since Justin Herbert's been been here, the dude's been an absolute baller. These are the guys I'm looking for. I'm looking for these high target share guys. He's averaging 30% of the targets out of the or out of uh, 30 30% of the targets among this offense, which is fourth in the league. Listen, the, the guy is just going to continue to get peppered with targets, and that's why I absolutely love him. So if you can acquire him, I don't think it's going to take as much as people would think he is. Like he has wide receiver one upside, but people are willing to part with him for less because people just don't look at him that way, right? Especially you know in PPR formats, people like him, but they don't they're not in love with with Keenan Allen. And I think he could be had at, at a pretty good price. So if you can get Keenan Allen, he's somebody that I definitely want. He's seventh in receptions. 15th in receiving yards. He does only have two touchdowns, so there should be some positive regression coming there, but he is fifth in the league with yards after the catch as well. So there's a lot to like on Keenan Allen's resume right now. And so between him and Allen Robinson, those are the two high-volume guys that I really want to acquire. And then the last one, Sterling Shepard. He just came back, but there's a lot to like with Sterling Shepard. He's averaging at least six targets per game with Daniel Jones. He came back, had a pretty decent game last week. He's going to take absolutely nothing to acquire. I'm not expecting huge performances from him, but I think he's somebody that can be a weekly contributor that's going to give you some decent fantasy points. And then the last one for me is Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews is all over the place, and I, I don't think it's going to be tough, a little bit tougher to acquire him because of the the state of the fan or the state of the tight end position. But I do think that Mark Andrews is somebody that you that you can probably look at to acquire. He is very boom or bust so far this year, but I like his schedule moving forward. He, he's got a few more tough weeks, but boy, when you get into those fantasy playoffs for Mark Andrews, it is wheels up. They have a fantastic matchup the last three weeks of the season as well. So um, I, I do like buying there on Mark Andrews. So those are that's my list of the buying opportunities of guys for this week. Yeah, just to say something quickly on Keenan Allen. He's just one of those guys who never really seems to get the credit he deserves, right? So I think that's where you're saying, like, he has that wide receiver one upside, but people are going to be willing to depart from him for for fewer, for less than what he would cost. So one of my buys for this week, you already talked about his quarterback. I'm going to bring up Jalen Rager. Now, you can get this guy, obviously, in redraft leagues. You can pick him up off the waivers. I just went and looked at ESPN and Yahoo leagues, and he is rostered in less than 15% on both of those sites. Uh, He was activated off the IR, like Kevin mentioned. He has a chance to play this this week. He's he's ahead of schedule, but if it's not this week, it's going to be soon. 
Kev already mentioned the the matchups and the schedule they have coming the rest of the way. I think according to pro uh, sharp football stats, rather they have the the fifth easiest uh, pass defense schedule going forward for the rest of the year. So, I mean, Fulgham is on the outside. Obviously, Ward is in the slot. He's been disappointing after we had heard that he was the uh, the Zach Ertz of the wide receiver group. He only has I think one game of more than fifty yards. Fulgham's on the outside, Ward's on the inside, and Regger is their chess piece. He can play in or out. Now, they didn't move him around too much while he was active those first couple weeks, but he can absolutely do it. There were the reports coming out of training camp that that's what they were doing as they were moving him around. And obviously, his athleticism brings a much-needed aspect to that offense. I mean, the, the rest of the season, they're looking at the Cowboys, Giants, Browns, Seahawks, Packers, Saints, Cardinals and then Cowboys again to finish out the the fantasy year for you. So it's wheels up for Regner, and I think that's it's not going to take him a lot to, to get reacclimated to this offense. And I don't think it's going to be a. Uh, I think I'm just going to throw him in right into the fire because they they absolutely need him with all the injuries they have going on there in Philadelphia. Another receiver that I am buying, kind of kind of the same thing that Kevin was touching on with. Keenan Allen, and that is Jarvis Landry, another guy who just doesn't get the the respect that he probably deserves for what he has done for for a lot of fantasy teams. But obviously, the the news coming out that Odell suffered the ACL injury, he's obviously going to be out for the year. Landry should be getting fed targets coming up with this. In his first year with Cleveland, obviously that was without Odell. Landry saw fewer than seven targets only three times, and that was actually the same with Odell in 2019. I think in 2018 he had seven games over uh, with with double digit targets, and then um, in 2019 it was it was six or seven. It, it was relatively close. Obviously, it's a little bit of a different offense. They want to be a run first offense. But with with as much as they've been playing from behind, if they can't get out to that lead and then control it with their run game, they're going to have no other option. Landry's going to be the the main guy there. Hooper's been out. David Njoku has been a little bit of a disappointment. The other tight end they have is a rookie, so I'm not looking at him and making a, a huge impact. So Jarvis Landry is another one, like I said, kind of the same way with Keenan Allen, where you're not going to have to pay for the kind of production they give you. Then my last one I'm going to throw out here is David Johnson. And this is strictly a, a an opportunity-based buy. He is second in routes run, second in snap share among running backs, fifth in opportunity share among running backs. Uh, currently a, a mid-RB2. I think he's at RB16 in PPR leagues. And he hasn't had like a one of those big blow-up games. So, again, kind of with all these other guys too, his – cost might not equal what his production actually is and with all the injuries that we've been hit with at running back so far whether they're season long or for several weeks of the season say goodbye to your credit card rewards greedy corporate mega stores led by walmart and target are pushing for a law in congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets the durbin marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it if you love your credit card rewards tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards tell them to oppose the durbin marshall credit card bill 
What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Being able to plug in somebody who's going to get you 12 to 15 to 16 points per week in that RB2 spot is a, is a really nice luxury to have. And then just a, a, an honorable mention, somebody that we've been talking about since the offseason, and that is Chase Edmonds. Obviously, with Kenyon Drake going down, he's going to miss a couple of weeks with that ankle injury. Edmonds, I think, is somebody that you can go out because th- the same way he had that one bigger game, but he hasn't had like the massive you know, 90 yards on the ground, another 50 yards to the air, anything like that. So I think he's somebody who you can go out and, and target relatively cheaply. Yeah, and the, I think the positive with him, too, that people should be looking at is what we saw last year is once um, kind of, you know, running back like Kenyon Drake took over that backfield, like he he ran with it, like they didn't move away from him. So I think if he can really produce um, in these opportunities, he's going to get at least two starts of being of being the every down back. Uh, if not more, I mean, I could see two or three. Uh, so they do have the buy this week, but if he really produces well, I think you could be looking at him being the starting running back for the rest of the season. So, you know, we've talked about this before prior to this. So, I do like Chase Edmonds. If I was going to acquire him, I'd wait until after this week where some of the buzz dies off with him because that's kind of what it because they are on buy this week. So, you try to wait till early next week where some of that that's died down because right now it's kind of like Chase Edmonds hype season right now, but. Well, for good for good reason, but um, anyways, so I do like I do like that call as well. Um, the other one I, I I forgot to mention that I it would be just Josh Jacobs. I also think he's somebody that you can acquire relatively cheap. He's kind of struggled a little bit. We know how much involved he's in this into this backfield as well. So and their schedule opens up a little bit for running backs, um, especially over the last couple of weeks of the season. So I do like Josh Jacobs as well. Yeah, just I think the the thing to keep in mind is depending on where your team is sitting is going after guys who have disappointed that you might be able to snag on the cheap that you're not going to have to give up your best your best assets in order to acquire so that's definitely something to to look at yeah so a lot of all this depends on is exactly that right so one if you are a six and one team five and two team don't rest on your laurels here and be like oh well i'm good i i can just keep chilling like you should always be looking to get better now in a on the same token if you are a two and five, three and four type team, you should be a little bit more aggressive because you are really hanging on by a thread of actually making the playoffs. There's still time for you to make the playoffs. You know, I, I've told this story before, but a couple of years ago, I started out two and five in a league, went undefeated the rest of the way, made the playoffs and made the, made the championship. Like, like it's possible for you. So don't just give up and think that it's over. You just got to get a little bit more aggressive. Start basically, if it's me, I'm starting guys that just have really high ceilings, get stuff like that on a weekly basis. You know, th- there's been so many injuries this year. It's likely not not caused by you, but see see what you can do. 
you know, a, a Nick Chubb would be a good guy. Maybe, maybe you try to trade him and see what you can get for him. You know, sell guys like that for something because you have to win now. You cannot wait for these guys to come back at this point. So even if you may take the loss in terms of the value that the guy thinks that he's getting from you, like it's okay to do that. And always, always jump into our comments and we don't help you out any way you can. I'll, you know, I'll tell you some guys you maybe should target. You send us your roster. We'll look at it. We'll, we'll kind of help you out. So that's what we're here for. This is a podcast for the people by the people let's jump into our cells we'll crank this out we're, we're trying to keep these shorter episodes for you guys to be able to you know listen to during commutes and whatnot so my two cells for for week eight mike davis and tyler lockett now when whenever kev saw this he brought up good points about you know mccaffrey's coming back and you know what, what are you really going to get for him i do think there is a a, a sliver of hope particularly if you uh, if you have Mike Davis and you don't also have McCaffrey, like you're going to want to target the McCaffrey owner, obviously. Like this is kind of like a a very like specific trade. Davis currently sits as the PPR RB seven on the year, right? McCaffrey's coming back. He might have a chance to play this week, if not this week, next week for sure, I, or wh- whenever their next game is. I can't remember when their when their buy is. Um, but the the reason why I think you can still get a, a, a decent return on him is one because of how he's performed with McCaffrey out. Two, I, coach speak, I know, but head coach Matt Rule did say that he that Mike Davis is still going to be involved even when, whenever McCaffrey comes back. But that really makes sense for them to do so because of the that absurd, crazy uh, contract they just gave McCaffrey. Like well deserved. Don't get me wrong. But you're not going to want to run somebody like McCaffrey into the ground, particularly after they just came off of that injury. So I do think that there is a, a legitimate chance that Mike Davis could be involved, and even that, like he might even be able to provide some like some flex value on a, on a week to week basis, even whenever McCaffrey is back. So I, I do think that there is a, a glimmer of hope to be able to sell him. You should have sold him a, a week or two ago, but if you still have him target that McCaffrey owner, or if there's somebody who's just in dire straight at the running back position, see if you can flip him for that. Now, Tyler Lockett, this is as, as sell high as sell high gets, right? Like I, this isn't a, I think he's going to fall off after this, or DK is going to come back and just completely ball out and explode and take over everything. I think Lockett is still going to have his weeks going forward, but everyone just watched him absolutely ball out this past like this the line that he has is something that like you only see on like college games whenever Alabama takes on Holy Mary Mother of Trinity you know what I mean 15 for 203 is just absolutely absurd and if you actually combine that performance with his week three game against Dallas where he went like nine for 100 and another three those two games alone make up 64% of his fantasy points up to this date. Now, again, I'm not saying he's just going to fall off the face of the earth, but this is absolutely worth floating out there and just see if you can get somebody to overpay for Tyler Lockett and just to take advantage of that, that island game that everybody was watching, everybody was talking about afterward, see if you can get someone to overpay for him. Like I'm not, I wouldn't necessarily be interested in making a, a fair trade with Tyler Lockett, but see if you can get somebody to overpay. In one of those situations, if you are a, a guy that's kind of hanging on three and four, and you probably get a lot of a uh, lot of back and return sure. for that, that that's somebody that you definitely want to look to move yep. if you can. Who do you got? So, 
Uh, so for me, it is pretty simple. I, I have three names, um, and they're all kind of similar to the reasons why I have them on this list. The first one is Christian Kirk. Listen, Christian Kirk, I, I love Christian Kirk, the player, but as of right now, it's tough to really trust him because of his production, right? Um, now, the last two weeks, he scored at least 20 fantasy points in each of his last two games, scored 22.6 week six against Dallas, and then another 20.7 against Seattle. The problem is he's just not seeing uh, a ton of targets. He did see eight targets this past week, but that's the most he's seen all season. Prior to that, it's three, seven, five, four, five. He's just not getting a lot of targets, and he's not really doing a ton with them. I mean, last week he had five receptions, which is tied again for the most receptions he's had all year. He's just finding the end zone. He has four touchdowns over the last two weeks, and then he has five over the last four weeks. So, Listen, it, like I don't like guys like this because they're going to be so hard to predict. Like unless he's all of a sudden going to get a much larger target share. But right now, he's fifty first in the league in targets, fifty seventh in target share. He's even thirty sixth in fantasy points per game, sixty fifth in the receptions, fifty fourth in receiving yards, but he's seventh in touchdowns. So that tells you where his production is coming from, and that's just not sustainable. So I love Christian Kirk. But this is the ultimate sell high opportunity right now for a guy who's only who's 34th in the league in routes run. So, like, if he's not going to see this like a, a ton of volume, I just don't think you can trust him on a week to week basis. And this is the most the best buying opportunity you're going to have coming off two strong performances in a row. So, if you can move Christian Kirk, move Christian Kirk. Now, the next one for me is Todd Gurley. Listen, like like Todd Gurley is Todd Gurley, right? And but the, here's my issues with him: is one is their schedule. They do not have an easy schedule the rest of the way. As of right now, now this week against Carolina, it, 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 that is a good matchup. The Carolina is really bad against the run. But after that, it's Denver by week, the Saints, the Raiders, which is another good matchup, the Saints, the Chargers, not a good matchup, Tampa Bay, the worst matchup you possibly could ask for, and Tampa Bay and Chargers are playoff week. And then you finally, if you, if you somehow make it, then you get the Chiefs week 16, you know, uh, you know, in the in the Super Bowl, right? So for me, like, it's just way too many really bad matchups. All he's really being utilized as right now is a runner. He's second in the league in carries, but he's twenty sixth in targets. He only has twenty targets on the year. He's just not being utilized as a pass catcher right now. And if he's not being utilized as a pass catcher, I can't trust him. He's fourteenth in the league in fantasy points per game. I think this is a great buying opportunity to sell. Todd Gurley. So if you can sell Todd Gurley right now, I'm all about that life, especially with that upcoming schedule. Last but not least, it's DJ Moore. I fucking love DJ. I, I did a video this offseason uh, about DJ Moore that we did a debate on, right? DJ Moore and Mari Cooper. But it's tough right yep. now for me with him because he's just not seeing the targets. He has one, He or, excuse me, or, since week two, he has one game where he has double-digit targets. He has four, six, five, 11 week six, and then five last week. He is winning eight, four receptions for 93 yards and two touchdowns. This is very similar to what we just saw. And this is his best performance he's had all year against New Orleans. And they're still going to have to throw the ball, but they just continue to pepper Robbie Anderson with targets. So it's tough for me to trust DJ Moore on a week-to-week basis. Again, it's kind of the same situation I just talked about. Now, he is obviously DJ Moore's in a better spot. He's still 13th in the league in targets, 14th in routes run, but he's kind of capped right now with, the, with, the, with his target share. So he has seeing 23% of the targets in his, in his backfield. But I do wonder how this is going to affect him as well. Once Christian McCaffrey comes back, who's also going to be heavily involved in the, in, in, in the, in the, or heavily involved as a pass catcher. So, I'm not saying you have to run out and do whatever you can to try to move JJ Moore. He's probably the one that I feel like the least like 
you know, but with this buying opportunity, with this monster game, he's just coming off of, he has another great matchup again this week uh, against the Falcons on Thursday night football. If he balls out again, like to me, like I feel like this could be a really good opportunity to sell high because as of right now, I, I just think that it's a tough one to, to really trust. So that that's why I have DJ Moore there. I love the player. I think he's still going to have some boom weeks, but past that, like I think you're going to be very boom or bust with him. And that's something that I just don't want to deal with on a week to week basis. Yeah, he was somebody – I only had two for this week. He was someone who I was going to write about, but early bird gets the worm and you already had him written down, so I, uh, I'm i left with two. So let us know. Drop a comment if you were watching on the YouTube channel. Let us know who you were trying to buy or sell this week. You can hit us up on social media as well. You can find Kev on Twitter at FantasyRat13. You can find myself on Twitter at FF, and you can find the TFA account, and that is at FF underscore authority. Jump in the DMs, hit us up, engage with us. We love talking to all you guys. And like I said, uh, Wednesday night, 9.30, 9.45-ish, we will be going live. Kev has a guest lined up, and we will be going over the the week eight start and sit. And then Thursday will be the DFS pod. So a lot of content coming to you guys in the next couple of, you know, the next 48 hours, basically, by the time you listen to this. So keep it tuned in here, and we will talk to you guys later. over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.